0: mm-hmm hey yo 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 what's up what's up welcome to the reload entertainment studios podcast also known as monthly reload podcast if you want to go there as well so of course you know i'm always going to be here my name is trey uh Vibralio here with me again but we have a very very special guest with us he is an old high school buddy of mine ex Unlimited money here introduce yourself real quick hi guys you might not know
1: me but uh I make some limited money, and, um, yeah, me and Troy goes way back, F- fucking, go back well, to old Modern Warfare, same, yeah, all the way in Modern Warfare, we grew up in the same hometown, uh, it's just, it's crazy how far we've come <laughs> to be there, <laughs>
0: <laughs> yep, yeah, we used to run like a little, so me and our little in real life gaming group pretty much ran uh, our little clans on COD. Always run those p- p- private matches, pubs stomped and everything. Matter of fact, uh, I'd like to give a shout out to one of our friends that was with us in that group, Jack. He used to run with us, and now he's a Twitch partner, Facebook partner, and a YouTube partner. Hey. But, that uh. But uh, as ma- matter of fact, I heard uh, I heard you pretty much what helped him out a lot a little bit, didn't you? Not money.
1: Yeah, back in the beginning, whenever he was just you know just just starting out and starting just kind of gaining the traction and stuff, we used to uh, get together. I'd show him how to you know edit videos and stuff and do all that all the fancy work behind the scenes and stuff it's really cool and it's really it's nice to know that you know helping somebody like somebody around here actually you know got somewhere with something because you know how it is around where we live is. Yeah,
0: yeah. most of the people around our area, the only thing they ever do with their lives is manual labor, and that's why we're also here today is basically <clears throat> to start building on bigger dreams and everything, but uh, but we'll, we'll keep on rolling, but yes, T-Jack is a tw- Twitch partner and everything, we graduated high school and everything, he's a very great guy, plays 2K professionally and everything, so if y'all want to check him out, T-Jack U2, it's what you want to look for. <clears throat> yeah that uh, man can play some basketball All mm-hmm. all right all right so Res has officially announced its first apex kill race tournament so april 3rd at 12 p.m central time we will be starting our very first tournament we are are, are interested in looking back into getting the esports for now We do not know if we are going to officially start hosting teams, but for tournaments and everything and eventually start having much, much bigger pulls and everything for teams for everybody to come out. It's definitely on the rise Mm -hmm. as of right now, but, uh, for game development, I will say our main project, uh, we basically kind of scrapped a lot of a lot of ideas but but what we did we're basically adding a lot more creativity to our project and now there may be some side projects coming in individually from our developers and everything you got anything you Mm -hmm. want to say Braulio, about this
2: well i think it's um it's definitely a good idea to uh, put into perspective how game dev can be um You know, when we talk about game dev, you might assume it's simple as, you know, drag and drop, and, you know, while some cases that might be true, uh, there's also a lot of, you know, background stuff that we have to do, and unfortunately, uh, we can't really say much about it, we want it to be a surprise, we know you're going to love it, but game dev is tricky, that is true. So, as, you know, Trey here said, we did have to scrap and mess around a few stuff, but Believe me, when you see what we come up with, I know you're gonna love it. I'm loving it. I'm pretty sure everyone, everyone else on the team is loving it, and I, I just can't wait to show you guys. It's just something you gotta, you know, hold in, but oh, you're gonna like it. Uh, as usual, i will cu- keep you updated, usually through a form of podcast or anything, and we'll release more information as soon as we can.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, so, so basically. Some of us are going to college for game development. Some are going for other stuff. I'm going for, as I mentioned before, computer information systems, basically ethical hacking, networking, and stuff like that. So basically, when I start to learn coding, I'll start to integrate that in game development. I'll start learning game development, too. But I'm basically all over the place, so I can't really officially say when we may bring big news, but... When we officially start working, we would definitely keep an update on that. But right mm-hmm. now, we we definitely have like what we want, like setting, story, and everything. We're right now basically coming up with all the pieces and everything. So when we have it all, we can officially start working on there and be done with that. And then mm-hmm. we'll, and then you know there's the polishing.
2: Oh, the polish.
0: Other than, that, other than that, other than I know we pretty much went over our game development side a little bit, uh, and we went over our first tournament. Apex is not going to be the only game. I actually had people coming to me about Hunt Showdown, so we may do some of that, some Overwatch, and uh, mo- most likely when Battlefield uh, spoiler alert, when Battlefield comes out this year, and that is confirmed, by the way. We'll probably be trying to do something with that as well. But uh Call of Duty and like a lot of the other games, we're definitely gonna start investing into that. But uh we've got a lot like there's a lot of projects, but we're pretty much getting to the face where we're starting to, instead of just playing, we're starting to act out on it now officially. But uh also became I'm pretty sure I already probably mentioned this and I always <laughs> mention the VPN, Cybersmart. Like I pretty much put at the end of one of the episodes previously, it's so, getting to the point where uh, DDoS attacks and polling is beco- about to become uh, very, very popular again. As we know, we've seen uh, how prominent it is in R6. Well, when people find out and some recent popular games that it's possible to pull through and everything, then... It's gonna start causing a lot of issues and so if you if y'all are in the reload server or anything, if you have me on Twitter at hand of Azel, just hit me up. I have a VPN, it's really cheap, and I recommend it a lot better than Nord Express and all these others. And a fun fact about this, no hacker or anybody can pretty much like you know, uh they can't exploit it, it cannot be down, and it can't be pulled through it. So that's also a neat thing about CyberSmart. But uh, is there anything I missed, you? I'm pretty sure we covered up everything before this big topic we got.
2: I believe that. Yeah, I think you got it. Um, near the end of our segment, I kind of want to fill time and go over a few little things that happened. We uh, specifically when we're talking game dev, <clears throat> I also want to talk about um, like. Different platforms, and not just, you know, console, PC. I want to talk about, like, future platforms. Specifically, I want to talk about VR. Uh, if I'm correct, you had experience with VR here recently, no?
0: Yes, uh, me and my cousin, HD. we have officially bought an Oculus Quest 2. I also had a few other people. My little brother and uh, my significant other has about Oculus Quest 2 now. And we've definitely been enjoying it, like... If you have a spare three hundred bucks, I definitely recommend getting Oculus Quest 2. The only down really the only downfall to it is you have to have a Facebook account and you have to use your Facebook account to sign. in. But other than that, it's worth it. Hundred percent mm. worth it.
2: VR is fun. <laughs> it definitely is. So like near the end of this episode, I kinda wanna bring that up. Just talk about how it involves on game development. But I think for right now, we can go into our first big topic.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, this topic's definitely going to be more debates and everything. So, if you've been on Twitter recently, you may have seen to where uh, you always know the console wars, Xbox mm-hmm. and PlayStation. Well, been around forever. Yeah. So, recently, Sony has. There was certain news of Sony pushing out that the PS3, the PSP, and some other platforms, online services will be going down, like even the digital shops, and they're stopping physical, uh, pretty much physical production of games almost. Well, this started getting a lot of game studios to send this hashtag called Forever Physical. Because there still is a significant amount of gamers that still like, you know, still use physical copies and everything. You know, I still like to use them if they're real cheap and everything. But with the way how some things are, digital has been pretty much like the overtaker because it's, it's like easy sales and everything. When it comes to it, digital, there's a thing that's a downfall with digital is some platforms require online always. Thankfully, Steam, Xbox, and PlayStation most likely doesn't, but there still are some like uh, EA and uh, Ubisoft and stuff like that. But uh, so this brought up a big topic on Twitter that soon may be the end of physical get copies, pretty much like you know discs and everything, and everything's going digital. Another con of games being digital, is, like, you know, you've probably seen some of it, like, evolve on uh, Steam, Scott Pilgrim, and some other stuff, like, some games will be posted, and then they'll be removed from the store, and you can't ever access it again, if if you had a physical copy, you pretty much had that copy forever, as long as you had it, and kept it in good shape, and, you know, we always... Pretty much all of us are big gamers we've been gamers for over ten years. We know pretty much that when it comes to cons of physical copies you gotta take care of them your ex your console could crash and it could crash your disk and you know all stuff like that pretty much hardware hardware's not ever perfect basically <clears throat> but uh so there's been a lot of highlight about this and so, and when the whole Sony versus Xbox thing has been a very, very big topic, Xbox has been uh, very, bi- seem to be very good big on the good side, while Sony seems to be back on the downside, but a lot of uh, the fan base of the PlayStation side tenor, turned out to be really, really toxic. So they took this forever physical hashtag, and they started changing the story behind it. They were trying to redirect, like pretty much, Change the correspondence of this hashtag, and say it, try to blame Microsoft and Xbox for games not going physical. physical. They're trying to say Xbox Game Pass, a subscription, a pretty much a subscription-based service for like over 300 games. They're trying to say that that's what's getting rid of physical copies of games and everything. I totally believe that's be our uh, like bullcrap. What do y'all think about that?
1: Well, you got to think. PlayStation has PS Now, which is kind of the same concept. So, it to me, it kind of defeats the whole purpose of even. You want to say? Yeah. They both have like subscription based, like where you can go and have games. It might not be the newest games. Well, actually, they do have some new games on PS Now and stuff. But it kind of still works the same way as
0: Xbox Game Pass. Exactly, and the thing is, you have to have um, you have to be connected online to actually play PS Now, mm-hmm, yeah. which is you know, strange. yeah, you, you have to be online only for PS Now and everything. And like you know, they got a lot of exclusives and everything, but they don't always like unlike the Xbox Game Pass, they don't add new games unless like God of War and all of them. It took them years to finally add it. Like it was God of War was probably out about almost three years now before they finally added it. Mm Uh no, get Xbox Game Pass, the Medium. If you had a PC and you had Xbox Game Pass Ultimate, which was fifteen bucks a month, you had straight access to Medium right there. Like instantly. And a good thing about Xbox Game Pass is you could pay for console, phone, and PC in one subscription.
1: They do have a bunch of stuff on there too. Mm-hmm. To be fair,
0: yeah. But in the world and everything, like we we'll go go back to like you know the physical versus digital topic. Everything's becoming digital. Like it gets to the point where cloud gaming actually becoming really really big. You know, still rip Google Stadia and everything, but you get the <laughs> yeah. you get the you get the picture like. X Clouds like take, taking it up. Like I can hop on my phone right now as long as I have an Xbox controller on Bluetooth. I'm I can literally just instantly play just about any game. Halo War, Halo Wars Two, Halo Five, anything that's on they allow on there. And actually, just here's. My, oh, go go ahead. ahead. Oh, you go ahead.
1: Uh, just in my opinion, like since you know the you know the new consoles that are coming out with the digital versions, they've done that with even the Xbox ones and PlayStation fours, they made digital versions, but there's still like until PlayStation five, until I think the next gen after this gen, I think there's still going to be physical copies out there just for the people, you know, just want that physical copy. But afterwards I'm not that I'm not too sure because everything is becoming really easy, accessible through digital and stuff.
0: Well, here here's an interesting topic as well. Did you know? Ever since 2013, a lot of those uh, physical copies you had to have online to actually download on PlayStation and Xbox. Because they, because here, what people also don't know is the disc. A disc can only hold so much, and it's not a lot. So you you have to download the rest through still online. Yeah, you have to download the rest online. And on the physical copy, they don't have the patches or anything, so you're basically, when you get the disc, you're getting the game basically on scratch. If, like, there's, like, updates or anything, you don't get those updates if you're not connected online. You could literally have game-breaking bugs if you're not even connected online, and until you connect online, you're going to have to deal with that. So, like, there's a lot of bugs and everything, you just have to suck it up and deal with it, pretty much. One of the downfalls for Xbox though is uh three sixty uh disc and everything still require online when you could put it in an Xbox one. That yeah. is that is one of the downfalls for those.
1: One thing people have really overlooked is uh is actually kinda doing the same thing a little bit with the uh, you know, the Super Mario All Stars or whatever. The 3D All-Stars? Yeah. They're, after, I think, this month, they're no longer making physical copies or having it on the eShop. So, it kind of fits. I figured that kind of fits in the category or the topic we've, we're talking about here.
0: Oh, I didn't I didn't know about that. Like, did you, like that's a new game, ain't it? And they're just talking about taking yeah. it off the eShop? Well, can...
1: It's been around... They they said when they released it that it was gonna come up until I, I think they're gonna quit doing it in March thirty first. So they kind of gave everybody a heads up, but still, it's kind of like everybody's gonna want that game like afterwards, and it's just you know.
0: Yeah, I see what you mean for sure. Yeah, that's and that's one of the downfalls, especially for digital. You could have the game downloaded and everything, like, just some games on Steam, you could probably still have it in your library, and then one day you could hit up and be like, Steam no longer supports this game.
3: Mm-hmm. Oh,
0: RuneScape. Yeah. <clears throat> RuneScape Auto Adventures.
3: <clears throat> <Oof.
0: laughs> yeah, pretty much stuff, some stuff like that. Yeah, like, like you know, stuff like that is just heartbreaking, honestly, that some, some devs decide to do that and everything. Because, like, you could still make a lot of money like profit and everything so it's just confusing why you know why they would do that um i do know i have a switch honestly in my opinion switch when it comes to like 3ds and switch getting a a physical is definitely a lot better because if you get it's basically back to the 360s you get digital you have to download it but if you have the physical you don't have to you don't you still don't have to download it some games you, you can still s- play the game. Some you games, still, yeah. Some games well, like uh, what's that? Starlink. Some games like that, and you know, probably Witcher as well. On the Switch, you probably you know you still get the physical and still have to download. But there's a lot of games like you know Pokemon Shield and, and everything that I have that doesn't not require uh yeah pretty much like a download or anything through physical copies so. yeah. I think a lot of it, if you think about it, is really
1: of the multiplayer aspect of it, too. Because a lot uh, Multiplayer has changed over the years. It's, used to, you just be playing a single-player game all the time. There'd be more single-player games than there would be multiplayer games. And now by every game that comes out, it's got multiplayer with it.
0: Yeah, and that's also... uh, oh, I had sorely slipped into my mind... But, uh, like, when it comes to Nintendo and, when it comes to, like, you know, Nintendo and everything, like, they're, like, you know, they have SD cards as expansions and everything, and you can only have so much. Like, it's not like Xbox or PlayStation or PC where you can put terabytes. Yeah. Nintendo Switch is so limited (laughs) because they have to be specific uh, kind of SD cards. Yeah, it's got to be their brand, I think hmm oh no i totally remember what i was talking about to talk about when you brought up the online portion nintendo has been getting so much big backlash over their online search because they've still been using like a basically like a aol st- like style multiplayer service and the fan base is getting tired of it because because it's outdated and nintendo is basically not doing anything about it but i have no uh, idea about that yeah no it's still outdated and everything like you have to like you know nothing wrong with like putting in codes and everything like but there's no server browser there's no matchmaking there's none of that like the only games that are matchmaking were probably like you know pokemon and stuff like that but you have to physically connect yeah you have to physically connect too and like even if you had good internet sometimes that that stuff just bugs out
3: yeah. <clears throat>
0: but, uh... If it was up to me, I would definitely say, like, especially Microsoft and Sony, they could release a lot of games. And I bet you they would make a lot of profit, too. You know, to, And sell them in physical... Like, they could sell it in physical or digital. And I bet you that they would definitely make a lot of money and <clears throat> a lot of good graces that way. Like, if they pretty much made a playstation 1 2 and 3 like their playstation 3 were basically backwards compatible with 1 and 2 and they could do literally just those three platforms sony could and probably remaster every single game or at least you know very very popular known ones you know and, or mm-hmm. like they could put some and then uh upgrade it through time you know it's kind of like playstation classic but playstation Classic it was only 20 games and those 20 games didn't really count uh contain a lot of the games that a lot of people liked back in the day so you basically you just gotta think you're just sitting there thinking it's like well they could do something like that or you're gonna have scalpers and everything try to collect up pretty much every single ps3 and then they're gonna start collecting all yeah. the games i have it like i have a ps1 and a ps3 i don't have a PS2, but. Like trying just even right now, some trying to find some games is expensive and hard to find.
1: Yeah, because they don't make them no more.
0: So you just gotta hope somebody's got one cheap somewhere.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, someone yeah, just, just wants to give it away. Yeah, and just the thing, everybody, every household used to have one, pretty much like one console, Xbox or PlayStation. But what? Like when pe- but people were selling the GameStop and GameStop was getting rid of them and like breaking them down and stuff, so like they're like they're getting a shortage pretty much just about every day. Uh-huh. But the older we get, yeah, <laughs> I have no doubt that things were get like you know digital, but if people definitely want to like you know maintain physical. And I believe they should. Like, you know, innovation and everything. I believe there should be new uh, capabilities and everything when it comes to physical copies of games and stuff like that. Like, kind of like a, <clears throat> when you look at game, Like, there's these Game Boys and, like, emulators you can buy on Amazon. Has, like, 2,000 games and everything. If they started doing stuff like that with, like, the, you know, the old gaming consoles. Like, not handhelds, but, you know, PlayStation 1, 2, 3 xyc60 stuff like that uh mm. nintendo 64 and you know some other games straight started having like emulators like emulator consoles i definitely feel they could definitely make a lot huge profit off of that because so o- basically like
1: how nintendo like you can go on there and go to e-shop or something like that you can still play the old super mario or something like that if well, they, to... they do
0: have them for free. Some of some of those games Nintendo does, like there's two games now. There's like a uh, big packs and everything, but that's honestly about it. But Nintendo's even 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 buttholes about it. Like they're breaking down on the emulator websites yeah. and everything. Oh, uh,
2: classic uh, Nintendo. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. If y'all got All right. anything else, y'all want to add real quick.
3: well
2: i think it's best i mean obviously you know the way we're moving technology is you know steaming towards digital yeah and you know with recent stuff like the uh like you mentioned the ps5 having a digital only thing uh i'm kind of curious how that's going to develop as time progresses does that mean Sony and you know to an extent all these other companies are more willing to keep their services online for their future for like these pa- for these consoles? Meaning even if we ever get to like a PS7 will the PS5 store or the PS4 store still would be running?
1: I'd say PS4 store would probably be the one go first. Mm. It'd be like how PlayStation 3 by that time everybody is on two different newer consoles, so they they probably look at it as well. Not a lot of people still playing this, so mm-hmm. we're gonna shut it down.
2: So I think it'll really it will be really interesting how things go going forward. And well, <laughs> there's gonna be a lot of talk about it in the future.
1: I Man, I'm i a, I'm a physical disc kind of guy. Like I, I miss. Go on to like midnight releases and stuff like that for Call of Duty and all that. Get your desk coming home at 12 o'clock in the morning and playing that SOB.
0: But. You know what you should <laughs> totally do here soon? Go on YouTube and look up the Online Gamer by Reckless Tor- uh, Tortuga. It's a very good classic. I was watching it just the other day, and it was about this guy, employee working at this uh, store, kind of like GameStop, but it's called Next Gen. And they're prepping for the Blackouts uh pre-ordering and stuff. It's definitely, <laughs> there's, you can definitely find some classics on there. But, yeah, it's like going to Midnight Releases used to be a like really, really big thing. But now... That was ba- fun. Yeah, now it's basically it's a click of a button to pre-order. And that's pretty much yeah, it. You can download it an hourly and they send it home. As soon as it hits 12 or 11 or whenever they decide to release it, bam, get on. Mm -hmm. or you have some like EA pay 15 bucks a month or pay an extra 20 bucks on release and pay it like two weeks early. Oh yeah. yeah. (laughs) But, um, yeah, there's a lot that could be honestly be said about like when it comes to physical and digital. I mean, if anybody likes to talk about it, like, like, that's listening and everything feel free to come in and reload and we'll chat about it and everything like we're always open to hear what everyone has to say about it i personally believe like if companies and everything want to keep things physical they need to come up with new ways to to make things stay physical like you know like emulators are pretty much the go to when it comes to like old retro handhelds why can't they do something with the playstation and xbox you know like, then why can't they make a
1: disk that is able, physically capable of holding, like, 100 and something gigabytes? Because, mm-hmm. you know, USBs used to hold, like, freaking, like, like 2 gigabytes. And now you got, like, 128 gigabyte <laughs> USB drives and all kinds oh, of Oh, no, 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 like no, no.
0: Oh, no, you got 1 terabyte USB drives for 40 now on Amazon. <laughs> yeah, you got all this, but... How come, like,
1: you just think, like, why don't they do, like, they could, I don't know, well, I don't know if it's possible if you could do it with a disc, but
0: I'm sure they can figure out a way. They figure out a way for everything else. I'm pretty (laughs) sure, like, if, like, uh, I'm basically, you know, just throwing an idea out there. If they had a store, you get a flash drive or something, or you get a little console, and you only have so much storage, allowed storage in it, right? Uh-huh. and or let's say you get the console but you get stick and you have to buy the stick and put they put they download the games to it yeah but you still have to buy the stick and the games yeah, dude.
1: what if they fucking instead of disc they just showed you a flash drive that held the whole fucking game on it and well it that's like what a that's the game on
0: it well, that would just, be fucking cool well that, that was technically what i was meaning like you know they could do that with just games itself but if they had, like, a yeah. console for it or anything, because other than that, you're basically yeah. just going to use PC, which, nothing wrong with PC. A lot of people like to use their TVs and everything, you know?
1: That'd be, like, the new physical, because you still have a physical thing. You hook it in. It's a USB drive. It's the game. Make it to where, you know, to say if it's Sony's, it only works with Sony's. At the end, it can hold the whole damn game instead of having to download Stuff besides maybe updates and stuff that would actually kind of be cool because you can still go to midnight releases and it's still keep it kind of going. I know that's kind of like some way crazy <laughs> crap to talk about, but I yeah. think that would be kind of. cool. I think that probably uh...
0: honestly, I think that would probably be the new physical is USB drives because honestly, like I'm in class and that's basically it because it even says like at this point optical drives and everything are almost coming like you know useless. Like, it's coming yeah, up to lead. Even,
1: even my laptop don't even have a DVD drive or anything.
0: And, and that's like, the thing, because you see back in the day, like, if you had antivirus or, you know, you go to Best Buy or go to Walmart and you look through the, you know, software, you had to use disk and you had to have a disk drive. Yeah. Now all you need is the uh, download something and put in a code and voila yeah and yeah and then look shebang you got it you got pretty much what you just bought physically on pretty much like digital like all you gotta do is have that code and it's all digital and everything that's why gift cards and everything started getting like more and more popular than giving games themselves like when when was the last time any of y'all got a physical copy of a game for christmas or birthday
2: Actually, uh, that's been a such a long time. I think it was actually um, like a year or two ago, and that was uh, Jedi Fallen Order.
0: I pro- I'll probably well, be su- Go ahead, I'm not going lie.
1: My PlayStation 5 came with a physical game, so...
0: Well, I guess that makes yeah. sense. I was going to say, well, I mean, you know, if you got one of those, yeah, that makes sense. But from, uh, like, you know, me and uh, Braulio here... I probably ain't receiving an actual physical copy of it. Ge- like I probably ain't bought one in years before I deployed the second time, and I was buying some PlayStation games because they were cheap. Because PlayStation 4, for a while, the games were cheap, and you know that's how like you could still do today. But the last time I probably been gifted, it would have been probably back in high school for me, like. Almost seven years ago now. Crazy.
1: Yeah. Crazy yeah. how far stuff's came because you just gotta think. Back when I was like uh, 15, we said flip phones. Mm. Now look where we're at.
0: Yeah, I still. We yeah, I was in there thinking because, uh, you know, re- recent events in uh, the South with the tornadoes and everything. Last time we had that, I had a flip mm-hmm. phone rec- pretty much recording uh F5 tornado, so.
1: <laughs> and now you're going to record it in 4K with your Samsung Galaxy S52.
0: <laughs> but basically, we'll have, like, storage is on phone and everything and all that. I could literally record a tornado from one side of my state and then go all the way to the other side of the state, three hundred about three hundred miles. And I bet still you I can and I bet you I still have a lot of space. Yeah, exactly. Like there's phones with terabytes now. I'm just sitting here like oh. Or I'm just you like, can just live stream it. Yeah, you yeah, you can <laughs> live stream it now. And you can you can upload that immediately up to YouTube, no problem. You can upload it. You can last spin <laughs> it up until it sucks it right out of your head. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> we're going yep. on a trip, guys. We are the neighbor Hunters. But, uh.
2: Ah, uh, what crazy.
0: Yep. All right, we're going to go start our uh, ad break. We're going to have pause our recording everything. We'll be right back, y'all. Enjoy the ad break. We'll be- we won't be long.
2: Okay, and now we're back from that outbreak. And um and with this we'll talk about a little uh well it's a little something, yeah. I think everyone's on their mind or maybe not. Uh specifically I wanna talk about Cyberpunk, the infamous game from twenty twenty. Oh, As yeah. you guys probably know, it the, was uh <laughs> the, it was one of the, the more disaster- hyped
0: games. Well, was one of s- the
1: harvest games. It got really, or got announced.
0: See, at 20, the time. see in 2020, there was disaster every month. Cyberpunk was December's disaster. A game, <laughs> as as uh, Brotherhood of Money's pretty much said, a game so hyped for years, almost a decade, ever since that whole entire teaser came out. And if you had an Xbox One, Xbox One S. PlayStation 4, PlayStation Pro, your dreams were crushed. And it depends on your PC, your dreams were crushed too. The only people <laughs> that got to pretty much enjoy this game were high, high-end high PCs and Xbox One X. That was it. Pretty much. And uh, new consoles I like hate. PS5 and uh, Xbox Series X. If the, Like the ones that got to have the Cyberpunk and all that too.
1: I hate it too because I was really excited about it. And then I'm, finally... Like, I wasn't going to get it like, right when it come out. I was going to wait a little bit. But as soon as I saw like gameplay and stuff of it, I was like, man, they have this way. Up. It kind of made me sad.
3: Cause oh, I was really, really unfortunate,
0: yeah. Yeah, so I got to play it immediately. I was there when uh, the Stink servers crashed. Oh, I still remember it like yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> so it was actually down for hours. Like, you could, like, the game released and, like, Sting just crashed. Well, I got on, you know, came across my first bug literally in the introduction scene you're creating a character. But it turned, <laughs> it, turned out it was, it turned out it pretty much was a setting. So, to be fair, that was just kind of, you know, there. But, so. I was playing a little bit, you know, I ain't had too many issues with it, It and it wasn't until, like, the very most important scene of the whole entire prologue, mind you, the prologue's pretty long, depends how you play, and literally one of the most, like, important scenes, a gun is stuck to a, uh, object, and I'm seeing a gun go through, like, you know, physics through someone's head and it just ruins the scene i'm just like jesus and i'm sitting here streaming this too and you just see the disappoint in my, disappointment disappointment my face overall like the, the game was good but some of the stuff that were promised like next gen material like the pol- like a lot of people brought it up the police police spawning out of thin air i noticed that the first time i'm just sitting here like okay what's the point of this and you know you escape them easily and then I and then someone brought it up too. You turn, you look one way, turn, and you know, like you see all these pre- pedestrians and stuff. You turn, look, you turn around, you look back, you won't see the same pre- uh, pedestrians. No, and that was one, definitely one of the big things that was turning me away. And the ray tracing, you know, ray tracing still in beta, but my um, it may just be my vision, but there's really not too much of a difference besides water puddles.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I think one of the biggest selling points for that game was because that was the time, you know, Keanu Reeves was kicking off. And if he wasn't on that, like, if he wasn't part of that game, I don't think, it. in my
0: opinion, I don't think it would
1: probably sell as much as it did.
0: No, yeah, legit, can... he was definitely, like, he's definitely was a great character in the game. And sound mm-hmm. very good character. And the story, story was good, but... I feel like they lied about a lot of things when they were introducing the game itself before it officially released because you're supposed you had these three lifestyles and they were supposed to be different from each other. Like the whole entire story. And turns out they wasn't. Like you had Nomad, you had Street Kid and you had a corpo. Well, when you're sitting here selecting these people or these whatever origins you're sitting here thinking, okay, so I get to enjoy different things. Well, turns out it only matters not e- only like a short amount and the prologue, and that's it. All it all it pretty much is is just different and where uh you start out in the world. If you could just kind of think uh Dragon Age, basically like Dragon Age Origins, the very first one, gains probably before 2010. You got to choose fewer an elf, dwarf, or human, and if you, either or either race still had like different backgrounds, so you had that right. Yeah. But the difference uh-huh. was, you had those stories flashing back throughout the actual story. So with that system of cyberpunk, that's a downgrade compared to Dragon Age Origins because you only it only mattered in a little bit, and the only thing you ever got from it was dialogue choices, and that was it.
1: Yeah. One thing, I know this is kind of, like, off-subject, but kind of the same subject, is if either of you played Anthem...
2: No, yeah, I, haven't. But I mean, played the beta, but not the actual game.
1: <laughs> whenever we talk about the subject, it kind of reminds me of, like, The Anthem thing, except it's kind of, like, switched around. Like, Anthem, like, it is a beautiful-ass game. You can fly around. It's just nice. Overall, graphics, like, everything is just nice about it. But the story, if they would just have worked on the story and actually put some, you know, time into it, that would have been a great game.
0: We actually talked about that in a previous episode, because Anthem 2.0 was being talked about, but, you know, it got rejected by EA and Bioware. They dropped it completely, so Anthem's for sure dead. And that was one of the Mm -hmm. things that I'm pretty sure, I think, I can't remember exactly if I said anything bad about the story, but I do know the execute, like, the story concept is good, but the execution definitely was terrible. The social hub that the game had, terrible. Yeah, like,
1: all that was, uh,
0: like, but, like, dude, the flying! oh my god. Yeah, well, one <laughs> one, of, one of the deal breakers for me was, like, you know, Bioware kind of has that, uh, like, if you play both Dragon Age and Mass Effect, you know, it's like, you're going against something that's going to cause the end of the world always, you know, but, Anthem, Anthem don't really feel like that. Even though, like, you know, granted, you're going against this big boss who, at the end, is trying to become this big thing that's supposed to be like a game changer. But you're just a, you're literally just a uh, freelancer working just to defend in a town. Like, that's it. And the world, the map was small. Like, for you to be flying around and everything, the map was small. And. I could
1: have done a lot of. Yeah, that's for that
0: game.
1: Like they could have made that game a hell of a game.
0: And and that, and that's the thing. Like you know, you, we did go. We were talking about Cyberpunk, and now we're talking about Anthem. That, that's the issue with games like that. And uh, you know, the Assassin's Creed Unity was it before hyped up game and then failed because it was buggy.
1: I hate and, there's uh, so much potential and then they just like
0: basically give a... Yeah, and, and you know that's pretty much the thing. It's like a lot of like these are AAA developers, and that's why indie developers are starting to become really, really popular now. Like CD Projekt Red was one of the developers that had literally a golden platform. Like they they were literally on the top, and then when Cyberpunk came in, boom, that all very much just went crashing down. Turn into fool's, pretty much like, you know, into fool's goad. All of it just comes crashing down. And then now they're being attacked and leech by hackers. Which, by the way, thanks to leaks, Cyberpunk was supposed to have 10 free DLC for expansions, by the way.
3: Uh
0: But that all got pushed because, guess what they decided they had to do instead? They had to fix the entire game. Well, uh... Also, don't forget, Cyberpunk is supposed to have multiplayer and open source later. So we'll get. So to they that. didn't have they didn't have multiplayer when it came out. No, no, nah. it, it it wouldn't go be for another a year. Because I because I remember uh, talking to my cousin about no. it. Yeah, they were like they were supposed to be the single player, a DLC, and then they're going to have multiplayer. And then after two three years, they're going to make it open source. So, after
1: all of that, they didn't have multiplayer at the beginning.
0: No. Oh, God. I do believe if they added third person, multiplayer in that game would be amazing. And yes, if you didn't know, there is no third person. I didn't know that either. I'm just fine. The only time you're third person is when you're in a vehicle. And uh, to be in a world of cyberpunk and everything, you can't even change the look of your character.
2: Mm Mm-hmm. Oh I... well, it's made it's it's made
0: and yeah and that's and i'm pretty sure that was a deal breaker for a lot of people because cyberpunk you want to try to make pretty much just like anything like you want to actually look like a cyborg almost if you wanted to but no you still look human you just get some facial features and that's it and then you'll get some you know lines or tattoos here and there on your body but that's all it you can't look like the who was those guys with the The weird looking ones. They're like Marauders or something. In the north side of the city. Like one of the very first missions. Can't look like that. You can uh, definitely. Like if you remember the teaser. The mantis arms. Like uh, have Mm -hmm. uh, swords coming arms. You can definitely have that. But. It's no fun when you're playing in first person sadly. Yeah. So you're literally just running. Swap, swap. Person's dead. Swap, swap. Person's dead. And that's it. That and there's, and there, and there's no frames. unless I, unless I checked, it, there, wasn't a, there wasn't a dismemberment in the game either.
1: No multiplayer, like I said, like most games now are multiplayer. They're going to want to play like something like
0: that with their friends. They they did, were supposed to add it. I don't know if they're still going to. Hopefully, they still work on, are going to work on it. But that's just something we have to hope for, honestly. All right, yeah. so. There's a lot of things that could happen with Cyberpunk. I enjoyed it, like it's a good game. But with it when it when I played it, it was a seven at best because like literally the only thing you pretty much had was the story or just go run around doing stuff. There wasn't no incentive to really do anything. There's not a lot of customization. It's basically think Watchdog's Legions. You got a story, and you got some side. Well, Watch Dogs Legion kind of flopped, too, especially with that feature in it, too. Oh, so they disappointed there? Yeah, no, that whole game was a disappointment. There wasn't even a lot. Like, for that game, there wasn't even a lot of customization either, by the way. I
1: haven't played, but I know it's supposed to be. You're supposed to be able to every time you like die, wherever you become somebody else or something like that.
0: Oh no, there's a difficulty that prevents that. So, oh my god,
3: <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of games like we like I was about to say earlier, there's a lot of games that's just been disappointing. But uh, let's go on to some new topics. You know, a lot can be said about cyberpunk, all right, Microsoft and Discord. So this has definitely been very, very big, and as um, the first big topic we go over, you know, Xbox has been making a lot of moves. They may be acquiring Discord, and I would like to see how that's going to work if they ever actually did. I don't know if – because that that was something that was talked about a long time ago is uh, they were talking about using a Discord API into using the party system instead. That'd be actually pretty lit, but I don't know how it would, I don't know how in general it would work if they did have Discord because like there's some like LinkedIn and everything that Microsoft owns, and they just leave it alone, but i like to see how how that would work if Discord was officially acquired by Microsoft. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie, I think there's going to be a,
1: a bunch of ads. <laughs> There'll probably they're just, I mean Discord used like... to have
0: ads, it used to have ads. But uh, they got rid of it. Probably
1: but. everybody's buying a subscription of the knobs right now and stuff, so they probably can afford not to shove well, them down your
0: throat. Well, a lot of people you also think that Discord is private. It's really not. A lot of people tend to you know think that, but you know Discord actually not private. Like they still keep logs of your sign-ins and data and everything. That's about everything nowadays, though. Yeah, like mm-hmm. you can you can't do nothing without
1: oh, except cookies or like oh, we got to use this to basically
0: show you something we can sell you. Mhm. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty much why. Yeah, like uh if it's something on Go- you see on Google, Apple or anything, they sell your data like 100%. They should write up. Yeah. And it's all, and a lot of people don't realize it, but it's not only that, but a lot of that, a lot of that information is gathered by your ISP. So everything you do on Discord can be known by your ISP. So that you can be looking up like a bar of soap or something, and then you
1: get ads about freaking bar, a bar of soap. Of
0: soap. Yeah, yeah. Well, that could both, definitely be one of the downfalls for Discord if they got acquired. I don't know. Yeah. I don't. I don't really see too much bad into it. You know, besides the ads. But, uh, yeah, it's the main problem I'm thinking of. But we just have to see how that all works out in the end. Pretty much, like, who knows? They may not even acquire them. I mean, I didn't research too much into it because, like, that's that's just a the thing they were in talks, and everybody's coming up with all these theories. Uh, Sony's coming all these, like Sony people's coming up with all these theories and everything. So it's just like you know. What are they gonna do if, if they got
1: it? they would probably integrate some to do with you can talk to people on Xbox Live and all of
0: that, and that's what I know, was telling. that's what I was and thinking. Then able to be downloaded on well, no, I think so. <laughs> I think that's oh, what yeah, they're yeah. going to do is like you know how you had the friends list and everything, but they're going to integrate it with like a Discord thing too, because you already yeah, know like, Microsoft has UI the hashtags, chain. yeah, because Microsoft has the hashtag stuff in everything too, so. And yeah. then you can already go to the Xbox game bar and link up your discord and people can find your discord through Xbox. So, I mean, Microsoft and Steam's definitely been like, you know, coming a lot of integrations and stuff. So I'm guessing that's pretty much where, like, you know, where we was talking about, you know, physical versus digital. A lot of stuff is going to start like digitally. It's going to start becoming more integrated. Yeah, but they're, they're there's just to... there's just a lot that could come from it, but who knows if it actually they actually even get anything from it? They, they may just buy Discord, or just own Discord.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, but uh, maybe that's the case where it just be, you know, the same old Discord you know of, and but just Microsoft owns it. But you until know. that happens, you just never know. Yep. I can do whatever they want with it.
0: Alright. So, speaking of which, so, you know, we basically, not really much for us to talk about, but, so let's talk about some mobile gaming for a little bit. League of Legends. you no know uh, League of Legends is on mobile? I had no idea until. I've been seeing those ads. <laughs> yeah, Wild Rift just came out, so yeah. But then again, you got to think,
1: phones are starting to be able to be made to handle games. But the, the downside of that is, still, like ever since they first integrate, like started with gaming for phones, you still got the problem with the battery. <laughs> Not yeah.
0: yeah, the battery is still an issue. When uh, you want to
1: play games, you want to play games most of the time. I mean, time. That, that's, that's, there, kind of, that's basically about nice.
0: any, that's basically almost about any handheld, too. Switch dies, still dies easily. The, uh, my handhelds die easily. The ones that emulators I have. And VR headsets die easily yeah. if they're not plugged in. So, that just pretty much is how it is. Phones are like, you know, they got the best battery out of everything I just pretty much mentioned, too. And that's also another sad part about it, but... Cause they, they a lot. but but uh, big thing is like you know League of Legends, like I mean, there's even like a lot more stuff you can even do on your phones. Because you used to just you know your social ads, you know, draw and everything. Now it's get to the points where people are working from their phones, so you can do any. Yeah, it's almost, it's about taking the place of your computer at this point. Yeah, that's why I to tell people to invest in a tablet. <laughs> even in my <laughs> even in my class, it literally even says like tablets are almost a go to now for work. It's about saying, not one of them cheap tablets.
1: cheap tablet I've had one. It's it's awful. <laughs> it will not last long. And plus doing gaming with like say like a thirty dollar tablet, yeah. You- yeah, yeah, but I guess that works for like anything though, because even like, say you went to Walmart and got like a cheap laptop, you ain't gonna be fucking running Battlefield
0: and 4K on a Chromebook. <laughs> yeah, definitely not. I ho- hopefully that new Battlefield is 4K. Just <laughs> hope. But <laughs> well, yeah, they're like. There's a, like League of Legends coming to mobile. I mean they had that Team Fat Tactics which been on there for a while and uh you know, got a lot of other popular stuff, Minion Masters and everything coming to mobile. Wait. What's that one that's always an ad that everybody uses? R- R- raid Shadow Legends. Yeah.
1: Raid Shadow Legends. <laughs> <laughs> can we get a talk? can we get raid
0: uh Shadow Legends to sponsor this podcast. <laughs> let's go! That's our I'll do it. <laughs> I'll do it. I'll even I'll even make a voice for it. Raid Shadow Legends. Raid Shadow Legends. The best game your fingers will ever tap on. <laughs> uh, so let's go on some game and news. We've been talking a lot of them, hardware, mostly, and you know, some only like reviews and stuff. But I want to talk about Battlefield. You bring it up, and I'm going to talk about it now. So, okay. <laughs> Okay, 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 okay. So, Battlefield is supposed to be released this year. They're supposed to be bringing the modern aspect back to it, which is a good! So, alright. right serious face now. Okay, so there is a rumor that it will be a hub pretty much for all the games in the series. Mind you, that's only a rumor. But, when Battlefield's been set in modern, it's always been very, very big. Battlefield 4 was last, well, Hardline was, but Hardline wasn't like, you know, modern actual warfare. It was just cops versus robbers, but pretty much Battlefield 4 was the last, pretty much the last big Battlefield hit. Battlefield 1 and 5 kind of was a hit or miss in a lot of things, so hopefully DICE actually does their job because they were actually supposed to make one last year. By their schedule, because it's like what was it every two years they made one? Well, year. this year would have been this year would be three. So, if they uh, I'm hoping they definitely improvise, like they if they remastered Battlefield 3, like I would, I would even I'll still buy that. You don't even have to be four. Three was <laughs> definitely, I definitely love three. Battlefield 3. Is one of the best, fu- best games ever. Mm-hmm. I still remember car dialing, charging on that beach on rush to this <laughs> day. But uh, M- yeah, there's a there's Metro. a lot there's a lot of rumors, but it's definitely going to be a very very big announcement. I will probably be saying we probably won't hear much until summer about that. Probably July. Probably not. <clears throat> Oh yeah, so I know we talked about League of Legends be on mobile. There is a Pokemon mobile mobile game going to mobile, but I don't know too much about that. I can't even remember the name, but I know they've been making a lot of Pokemon games here soon too. I know we had like two Ooh. announcements for it.
1: Yeah, aren't they supposed to be remastering to the old Pokemon?
0: No, well. Well, they're both ones. One, ones like Breath of the Wild, uh, Breath of the Wild style, and ones like an actual remaster.
1: Yeah. Mhm. What well, I was thinking.
0: Mhm. All right. Uh, po- don't forget Pokésnaps. Snap's definitely being technically being remastered too. So. All right. Uh, there's a game called Enlisted. I'm definitely been seeing like. It's supposed to be an Xbox exclusive. Last day check, but I've been seeing a lot, a lot of trailers for it, like in, from Xbox and everything. So that actually may be really good. I know the open beta is supposed to open in April. it's Supposed to be a hundred players, so it's kind of like Hell's Let Loose, but probably be it probably be play like a Hell's Let Loose, but uh, heroes and generals probably be style. So we'll just pretty much have, just have to see how that goes. Um, it here's some news that everybody knows. Uh Warzone is still a mess, but hey, there's zombies in the close to the bank now. Warzone, hey. <laughs> War Warzone is still infested with hackers and everything. Um that, no problem. Uh, Yeah. And uh there's definitely been a lot of personal stuff being leaked through the game now. So you definitely gotta oh, be careful. Yeah. Also, GameStop is starting to sell graphics cards. Ooh. But, I, I'm, down, I'm down for that now. But they don't have graphics cards to sell. Remember that. You got to remember, you can't, people can't even find a 1050 Ti no more. Yeah, everything is hard to find right now. Thank God. I because everybody's idea. buying them graphics cards. Ugh. Yeah, because a I, have a, I have a Zotac uh, RTX 2080 Super, $700. I probably want, I want to go to Amazon actually real quick and see how much it probably is. I want to check the price of that. rtx 2080 Super. Oh, can't even tell the price because probably... or does it? Yeah, the, the 1080 is more exp more expensive than what my uh, 2080 was. Here's a 2070 Super. Let's see all buying options. Oh, oh, oh! oh, oh, oh <laughs> go, sorry, <laughs> Okay, we saw the frost. <laughs> <clears throat> okay, Gus. Okay. So a used, used, tw- RTX twenty seventy, not a twenty eighty, a twenty seventy, is fourteen hundred dollars used. Nice. <laughs>
2: Oh yeah, you would love to see it. You
0: scalpers!
2: <laughs>
1: it's like the PlayStation Five. I barely got it. That's a whole story so, itself.
0: Right. Well, there, are folks. So I'll tell this too. So here soon, they're actually uh supposed to be like having like in-store sales now for it, but it's going to be pretty restricted. So you have to actually go buy, one, go to a store and buy yeah. one. I only allowed one per person. Yeah, that's probably. imagine going, that's probably what's going to happen. Oh hey, there's also a f- funny thing. Also, if you have micro- Microsoft Flight Simulator, you can go to the Suez Canal and find the stuck cargo ship. Oh my <laughs>
1: god. <laughs> oh, really?
0: Yep. Ah,
1: that's that's fucking <laughs> awesome.
0: Yep. Well,
1: not for the people who had to fix that shit, but like. <laughs> that's, that's cool you can just fly over and you say that it's stuck there
0: yep yeah, that's pretty much it like yeah <clears throat> uh smite is adding more babylonian gods king gilgamesh will be added soon
3: nice. they added
0: mats, which is basically like a, a fe- looks like a female version of colon Uh, Black Ops Code War will be adding gunfight tournaments here soon. Oh, I... I like that idea. Valheim update improves farming. They got farming? I'll say that I haven't really played Valheim yet.
2: I definitely recommend it.
0: Mm
2: -hmm. (laughs) That's just because I'm addicted.
0: Alright. Yeah, I mean mostly that's pretty much, you know, big news. Uh oh, so mm-hmm. here's another uh news about the Battlefield game. I totally forgot because so there was an article that did say something about it. So it's modern, right? But it's gonna be semi futuristic. So it's supposed to be set ten years in the future. And another leaker is quoting near future setting like Black Ops 2. Oh, wait oh. that's oh, gonna be uh,
2: fun to watch
0: <laughs> yeah I heard Black Ops too. yeah it's supposed to be like almost futuristic as Black Ops 2 the last, huh, last futuristic Battlefield was like Battlefield 2042 and that was like mechs and everything alright Uh, as of right now Easter is soon this coming weekend, so you're definitely gonna start seeing a lot of spring. I know RuneScape's already got their spring event going out. No surprise there, but probably start seeing <laughs> a lot of spring, uh, Easter Bunny and spring outfits coming out.
1: Oh, here for
0: their scans. <laughs> all right, all right. I want to read this article real quick. Here's the headline: Call of Duty, Modern Warfare, and Warzone getting file size reduction. Let's go. So, I want to read this, this a little tad bit. Okay. It says nothing but saying that they're just working on it. I'm not saying. I think I've heard them say something like that before, and we're still waiting. <laughs> yeah. yeah I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure.
1: I'm pretty sure. I guess go ahead. at least you can go into it and file management and delete the campaign if If you don't play it and stuff, it makes it a little bit smaller, but, you know, it's still kind of ridiculous.
3: Crazy.
0: All right. Doom 3 VR gets a launch trailer, by the way. Uh, There is a Dark Souls-style game. Um, I remember the article, it says, quote-unquote, it's supposed to be all three combined. It's called Thymesia or something like that. looks pretty dope. Uh, another rumor for Battlefield 6 is what it's called, by the way. It's supposed to have a more, a higher multiplayer count, and there will be a Battle, battle Royale mode. Oh my god. I won't lie, Battlefield 5 was pretty decent, but... uh, the ex, like Everything was fine, but you know how it pretty much was. Sadly, still no news on Elden Rings. Y'all think they ever been a for 4? Oh, oh that's, that reminds me. Uh, I did... I, from somebody heard there was confirmation that there is going to be a Marvel Fair 2 remastered soon. Supposed so huh? to a Marvel Warfare 2 remastered multiplayer, I should say. I mean, they did do... What, the first one? Mhm.
1: So, I guess it makes sense. I'm waiting for the day even though I know it might be like 10 years down the road from now. I hope Treyarch remasters entire Black Ops two just like it was, just, but new graphics, everything. Oh my god! That's that'd be the day that I'll probably i'll I'll be running outside screaming. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: As far as as much details I'm gonna go into, it. well that's pretty much gonna be like you know big news that's you know stands out a lot of other news you know pretty much people already knows when it comes to apex and call of duty and summer yeah. Fortnite. um there's pretty much not a lot uh, you know as is I will say this I did watch the uh, xbox uh reveal uh, a few days ago uh don't save w- uh don't save the world uh, something like that definitely looks like a good game it's made by the developers that make Melee. so I'd definitely keep keep like an eye on it. It looks like a uh, dark humor Binding of Isaac a little bit.
3: Hmm.
0: I wouldn't say like, you know, Binding of Isaac, like, you know, you're in hell or something like that, but you get the picture. Right. It's a, hmm. pretty much like a rogue. All right. So. <clears throat> okay. So, Bradley, I know you said something about VR updates.
2: Yeah, yes, this is the ray blast section on VR now, isn't it? <laughs> uh. So, I think I gotta preface this first, right? The reason I want to talk about VR is, um, uh, I want you know, we're a development team here at Reload Entertainment Studios, right? And uh, for a long time now, I always saw VR as the like this interesting platform to talk about and like make a discussion, right? So I'm I wanna preface this by saying I want this section of the podcast to be a sort of discussion, right? When I wanna say this discussion and then yes in the comments or wherever, send us your own thoughts and then we can get this whole thing going. But essentially, as I mentioned I think VR is a very interesting state right now. You know, we see a lot of, you know, VR in popular culture anywhere from, like, the Matrix, right, which is probably one of the biggest catalysts for VR, to something like Sword Art Online, right? VR popular is America. pretty prominent in today's culture. Probably more so than, you know, just 10 years ago, right? Maybe 10, 20, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So, here, being developers, we see VR as a different means of storytelling, right? You know, we have the traditional, you know, flat screen. But when you go into VR, it's not the same. And the reason I want to bring this up now is because, you know, I had VR for about two years now. But I want to get the perspective of those who recently got VR, so specifically uh, Trey, and want to ask him questions and about how the experience was. And then I'll ask, you know, you guys, the viewers, questions, and then you know, discuss about it. And so, so I guess, uh, Trey, what's yeah. the first? big uh, difference, I guess. What's the first thing that stood out to you when you first put on the headset?
0: Uh, I'm actually standing up, moving around pretty much. And it's uh, <laughs> more more in depth. Like, I didn't have, oh, have my phone in my pocket. Like You definitely bur- you can definitely burn some calories or anything, and it's actually a good way to stay in shape, but we'll say that. But, you know, most VR games, that's kind of not the point, but... I kind of did feel I like when I play Pavlov I do like, you know, going through the guns and everything and actually going through the motion to reload.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And actually and it actually kinda of helps you learn uh, how guns work to some certain guns work too. Mhm. Uh Beat Saver, you know, kinda of helps your reflexes a lot. Like there's there's definitely a lot of benefits and... Um you you could definitely feel like more in death. Like if you cut everything else around you, you got a good space. You don't have to worry about running anything. You definitely yeah. have a you you definitely have a very good experience. Yeah, it's a totally different world.
2: Yeah, my first experience with VR was similar too. And um, as I'm pretty sure I'm not sure if you guys remember this, but a year ago I did like this whole series of like playing through the whole Half Life. Uh, series right because if you guys don't know one year ago was the release of Half-Life Alex, which is the continuation of the you know the long awaited long treasured Half-Life series which never got an update in like 10 plus years so when Alex was announced I made it like my goal to like play through the whole series so I could play Alex when it came out so the storytelling when I first got into Alex compared to like the previous games just felt so different from my perspective. Just because instead of, you know, there was this disconnect between the screen, Mm -hmm. the control the mouse and keyboard. And then compared to, you know, actually being the head, the hands, the gun, you know.
1: Yeah, actually.
2: Yeah, exactly. Like when this is intro, so it's not really a spoiler. When the combine when you're in the elevator scene and combine, uh, you know, how their guns at you can actually see, you know, you could, like, I guess you could almost feel that pressure of those, like, guns pointing at you. And yeah, that's what I thought was interesting, right? So.
0: Yeah. Yeah, for sure.
2: As developers, where do you think, how do you think we could use these tools to shape our own storytelling? We talked about reflexes. We talked about, um, you know, different ways that can change it. Do you see VR being, a like, a huge avenue for storytelling in the future? Yeah, for sure. Or, like, oh, yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, like, you know, people like, audiobooks are becoming a big thing for people now. Like, so VR could literally become, like, because, you know, there's movies and videos and, you know, other stuff that we're not going to talk about on here. Mm-hmm. But... I could definitely see VR being like a new way to definitely tell stories like for sure like most of the time you won't even have to do anything or you know you could could. it could be like you know some will call it a game but it could be a book for you you could relive Mm -hmm. moments and everything or you know let's say there's a Game of Thrones like setting you're in and you know you have these choices and everything and every choice you make makes a very big consequence you know and you know you get to see it through your own eyes basically and let's say in the future Mm -hmm. you know you get to actually speak and everything and like you know stuff like that
1: yeah or like you're sitting down like maybe say like another 30 or 40 years you're in your history class or something like that you can like go into the moments and learn about it and kind of like see what happened i guess
0: that definitely be mm-hmm. that definitely be an interesting concept and I was actually just thinking about that while I was on VR. Because there was a game I've been looking for, I had it on my wish list but I can't find it no more. I have to look through it. But there was a it was a strategy game and it, like put you in like in depth of pretty much like, you know, looking over and everything. And that's what I was thinking, like, you know, 'cause history channel and everything, a lot of people don't realize it until later when they actually play the game. They use Total War to like uh, relive those battles and everything. Like you go to History Channel right now and like we talk about Battle of Three Hundred, you talk about uh some big medieval battles and everything, they'll use like total war as a simulation basically. Pretty like they'll use it and everything. <clears throat> and like you, right? and, and then games it's like that and yeah and, yeah games like that are also like like if you're in the VR, like you could, like, almost relive those moments as a soldier or just overlooking the battlefield itself.
3: Mm-hmm,
0: mm mm-hmm. there, There's just a lot of things you can definitely do in VR. Like, we def, like, we're just only going through the beginning of its possibilities right now, basically.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely agree. All right, I guess I'll end off this segment with one final... I'll, I'll call it open-end, right? You don't have to answer it right now. But I want to leave it open-ended. In Close. that sense, the more closer we go into like, full... I guess you can call it full-dive virtual reality tech, do you think we as humans should invest more going inward, you know, into technology... Or do you think there's still a need to venture out towards space and stuff? I'll keep it open-ended, and I'll just end the segment with that.
0: Alright, yeah, that's fair to me. Alright, so, you know, we're kind of over the hour and everything. There's a lot of questions and everything when it comes to technology, VR especially. There's a lot of capabilities, definitely, that could be done with it. But, uh, I'm going to conclude this episode, uh, next episode we'll just pretty much have to see you know we still have covid and everything so like you know conferences like e3 e3 is actually supposed to happen this year but it's going to be a digital event but if there's anything we'll definitely be covering in next episode but you always know a lot of things can happen in a month especially in our world today but uh i want to appreciate all money coming in here with us all brother being here with us again we're gonna conclude the stream. Uh, like I said, I don't know what we're gonna talk about next st- episode, but <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm, pre- there. Uh, I'm pretty sure we'll have something. Definitely talk about it. Could probably take two hours. To probably talk about who knows. But uh, I appreciate <laughs> y'all coming in, and y'all have a great April.